there's one thing I know for sure, it's that I know nothing. Welcome to MMA for Marks, home of the MMA podcast. Can I take your order? Nice, dude. That landed good. Yeah, Happy Mardi right. Gras, motherfuckers. Mardi, yeah, order. dude. It's Mardi Gras time, guys. If you're watching live, I got two beads on. If you got them, if you got them in there. <laughs> That's two more beads than the amount of fucks that I give. I couldn't wait to railroad your intro. God, when I said you could do it and you took the bait, I was like, he's really going to do it. I'm fucking. What are you going to do? You didn't do shit. I did. I was like, like, Greg Hardy, you didn't do shit, motherfucker. I busted it. Nah, I busted it, bro. You came in and I was like, sunk your torpedo. I'm like, do the Keenan and Kel thing. I don't know. Maybe I delayed out. My internet's shitty. Hey, guys, what's up? Welcome back to another fucking episode. Fucking. We're back, motherfuckers. Was it? We're back. We've had a couple weeks off, not much going on. We both, I've, I've had some personal issues, shit going on and stuff. Won't get into all of it, but we got a lot to talk about. You're good because um, you're here. What's you're that? You're better because you're here. That's right, dude. I'm better because I'm here. I'm sorry, my it, literally, guys, my internet's all shitty tonight, and uh, I, so hopefully, I'm not too delayed out or. Dude, it's so loud. You told me like, oh, you got a snowstorm coming, and it's like fucking like gonna be ninety this. That's some Florida shit. You know what I mean? That's that's some uh, East bro, Coast. Give me the snow. Give me the snow. I'll, I'll take the snow. Oh, you guys don't want the snow down there, bro. Oh well, I mean, if we get if we get the amount of snow that you're gonna get, like, bro, it's the end of the world. It's like the day after tomorrow. It's yeah, another dude. movie. We're talking about movies pre. Uh, that's a great movie. That is a day great after movie. tomorrow is a great movie. A movie review podcast. But anyway, Fuck that. yeah, no, I get do that with Angel. He'll tell you every movie on the fucking under the sun and give oh, you God, a detailed review on it. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. But yeah, no, listen, I imagine Florida is much like Louisiana when it snows there. People are just like, oh, I've never seen oh, yeah, it. Bro, like, you know, um, my coworkers, like, all over the road. my coworkers, they're in Tallahassee. And it's like, bro, like when they were like having those like snowstorms earlier, yeah. they were like, literally, they're like, oh, yeah, stuff is just like flying off the shelves. Like everyone's prepared for like feats of snow. And like all they got was like snow flurries. Yeah. They like wiped out the shelves for snow flurries. Well, we're supposed to be battening down the hatches because they're supposed to be. Supposed well, you know, the good thing about emptying the shelves out that early is if you're buying canned goods, like, hey, it'll make it for the next hurricane that wipes you out up in the panhandle. There you go. That's always, you know, positive hurricane tips with Ethan. Yeah, you know, global warming. Uh, yeah, so we're supposed to, it's supposed to be a blowing over here. And I, I don't know if you're blowing in your house. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a <laughs> oh. now. No, uh, they're supposed to be having what the they're supposed to be having some kind of blizzard, snow, whatever, dude. But who I look, it's either gonna do nada, like they're, it's either gonna super underperform, it's just gonna flurry a little bit, or it's gonna, you know, dump like six feet or whatever. So, you know what I mean? I said it. Uh, but yeah, it'll probably, I don't know, but we are getting some pretty gnarly winds. We're supposed to get up like 70 miles an hour, which also yeah. shit. So, but, uh, they you call it video, like, completely unrelated to you with, um, in New Hampshire of the, 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 like the, New Hampshire? 
Yeah, the coldest temperature ever recorded. It was like a, some crazy weather event where it was like it, the temperature got to like negative 108 degrees and it was like 90 mile an hour fucking winds up on top of this mountain in New Hampshire. Yeah, that's insane. Did the Chinese launch a weather balloon to track it? Probably not. Well, that's good. <laughs> Somebody would have probably shot it down. <laughs> yeah, imagine you know, imagine sending F-16 in, in, in 90 mile an hour winds and negative 108 degree weather to shoot was, a fucking balloon. Oh, bro, they'd do it. They, they'd spend $400,000. Hold on, wait. So, like, an actual, like, scientific question. Like, don't wouldn't a balloon just, like, it wouldn't be able to float with that type of cool, right? With that type of cold air. I mean, as the winds will probably shred it the fucking death anyway, or carry it to carry it to Alaska. That fucking if the, a ninety mile an hour wind with the Chinese balloon will carry that bitch all the way to fucking like Nova Scotia or something. But I mean, I think, dude, like I was talking before the podcast, the, the Japanese in World War Two they launched goddamn six thousand balloons in May of forty five at the West Coast, and they just found one. Up you know, it's funny, but not funny. I bet you- they just found one a few years ago in yeah. Brit in Alberta in in in, in the BC. So they definitely can get up there where it's cold, like you're talking about. I don't know about up in the tundra, you know what I mean? But like yeah. they definitely, the Japanese made them out of like these out of paper, yeah, because like they, they could carry more weight. But then they dipped them in like this root, this certain kind of like acrylic root that basically yeah. made them like you know uh, waterproof. So. Is it similar how to make the lanterns? Like you know, like when you float the lantern with somebody passing. Very through. similar. Very similar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, I was gonna make the joke. I was like, you know, it's funny but not funny. I bet you they released six thousand balloons, and like the normal civilians are just like, oh, somebody got married. That's nice. Meanwhile, they're trying to send fucking blazing death to they're the United to States. Wildfires in the U.S. They're like, yeah. like they're like, come on, burn USA. Yeah. At that time, you know who would have been fucked? Yeah. Your brother and the Indians. Yeah, would have not been good. Yeah, there'd be no reservations because they would all been burnt to shit. Well. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they would have scraped a. They would have. They would have carved a piece out of the ash somewhere. There somewhere, you right? You know what I mean. You guys make positives out of good things, right? I mean, what else are you supposed to do? You know what I mean. Smoke a lot of peyote and forget that life exists. That's right. Turn. All right. Uh, well, this is an MMA podcast, not a history this is an MMA podcast. podcast. And we had a Keenan and Kel intro, and we've been gone, so we're back now, and we're going to start the show, and we're going to talk about BKFC. Because fuck the UFC this weekend. Don't know what Shit fuck that bed. was. Probably stay. Well, before we that. before we completely ignore it, you didn't. No, see we're it. gonna come back to it. We're not we're gonna, gonna come back it. to it. Okay. I don't want to talk about. I just it. wanted to get it out the way so we can focus on. No, it. let's talk about the good shit at the beginning of the show. Like people who are here now deserve the gold. They give all of the one gold. person, whoever you are, on my on my Thank face. You. Thank you. Appreciate it. You know what I mean. If it's fall- oh, you dropped the Twitch stream. You said because we, yeah, yeah. We, we always have people following us on uh, Twitch. Radulich is uh, is live right now. Shout out to Mark Radulich and his podcast. He's on live. Shout out. They got the Twitch. Want to have two uh, two podcasts going on at the same time? You can watch his. You can watch ours. Both solid content. Lots but, of content here. at W2M Network. Cheap plug. A lot of content. If you're you know. in watch ours. Uh, but yes, hundred percent. Uh, Co promotion. <laughs> However, jumping in. Right off the bat, if you didn't watch BKFC this weekend, stop and go back and watch BKFC. Stop listening to us and go watch it. Don't stop listening, but you know what I'm saying. Well, you have to because if you want to avoid spoilers. Well, if you want to avoid spoilers, for sure. But if you don't care about spoilers, go back and watch it anyway after review. But the 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 thing to watch this weekend, point is, is BKFC. Okay, even more than I know, like a lot of people are, even a lot of MMA people are still kind of like not so much into the bare knuckle. But it's just like you know. 
I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm an older fan. If you're an older fan, it shouldn't be that hard. Original UFC was was pretty much Dude, with all the shit that's out there on you television, know, all the media that's out there on television. If you can go on World Star and watch somebody's brains get splattered against the wall, you can watch BK. Fight crap, dude. Yeah, you watch, if you watch slap fight, fight and, I don't want to watch bare knuckle, but I watch yeah. Dana fight slap. We go go jump off a bridge. I'm kind Please. of bummed that Dana's taking a step out of the media because I really would be interested to hear his theories on these fucking bullets. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That would be fucking great. I was talking to my friend Donald, and you know, I don't think they're that bad. <laughs> I think they're good for the sport. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think you guys think or think of what these things are. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. he was really like turn it around, like make totally turn around, look like idiots. Yeah, he's like, you want to know who doesn't get more coverage than uh, than Islam Makhachev? Oh, Chinese no. balloons. Oh, dude, <laughs> bro. <laughs> 100%, dude. Islam don't get shit, especially if he retires. But we'll get more into that later. But mm. yeah, uh, Dana would probably, Dana would just flat out deny their existence, actually. That's what he would do. He would just be like, ah, I never said that. Hey, I just, they don't fake have fake news. news. Fake news. You know what I mean? Okay. What about Tito Ortiz? Who's Tito Ortiz? Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> he was never my friend. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's jump into it. So, yes, BKFC, Knucklemania 3. Uh, good title, by the way. Great, great, great. Yeah, they've done it two other times. So, thanks, Vince. You know what I mean? Trifecta. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks, Vince. I know, right? Did he invent? He didn't invent Mania, though, but he did it, popularize the hell. No, out so of he didn't come up with WrestleMania name. It was actually Howard Finkel, thanks, Finkel. the announcer that came up with WrestleMania for him, and they ran ah. it. What? And where's old Howie now? He's dead. Rest in peace, Howard. Oh. Finkel. Rest in peace, Howard Finky. Did he die at least rich or making money off of that whole thing? Or Probably not, but he died a uh, wrestling legend as one of the greatest announcers of our generation. Those wrestling, when they die wrestling legends now, that's a hard fall off a lot of times, right? That's Not a- Howard Finkel. Howard Finkel, no. Howard, Howard Finkel was a fucking, like, meek fucking fat white man. I think of the wrestler. You know what I mean? I just think of, like, you know, and I think of, like, Howard Finkel of- was not shooting shit of- his ass. He was not blowing lines of coke. He was not that type of man. That's what I'm saying. He like did he ride off into the sunset correctly? Like he, he had an okay like setting yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. You know I, I think they put him in a lot of these guys don't, man. A lot yeah, of no, guys... I think he died of he died of natural causes at the age of sixty oh. some shit or whatever oh. the fuck. And well, that's not supernatural at sixty. <laughs> I mean, he was a fat white man. Sense. Y'all don't age well. You were like, you were like, you were like, you were like, he just died. He died at like 61 of natural causes. No, not 61, 60 like, something. It was like high 60s. 60 something. Hey, He's Google. Still, How old was Howard Finkel when he passed away? There you go. Uh, hey, Google, what did Howard Finkel die from? Hey, Google, what did Howard Finkel die from? Bro, ask your oh, fucking. Wikipedia. Death. Finkel died on April 16th, 2020, at the age of 69. He had been unwell since a stroke in February 2019. On the podcast Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard, Pritchard mentioned that Finkel had been a resident of an assisted living facility for some time prior to his death. So he died of complications from a stroke a year later. Uh, and there, another, and there's another, uh, another segment of uh, creepy shit you ask Google. <laughs> when you ask Google, when you, ask Google you get too much of it. You get a smart fuck. Whoa, bro, what the fuck? Well, uh, guess what? You know what? He was a fat white man. It's expected. I'm not. I'm. I'm over that. I'm just saying. Your your fucking Google. Our 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 AI devices now, bro, are just like it's insane. Literally, oh, yeah. like reference the podcast. Like, oh yeah, he recently said, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Um. Anyway, BKFC. 
Anyway, BKFC. Getting to BKFC. My monitors are getting taken over by iPads right now. <laughs> so anyway. And then Chinese uh, weather balloons. And Chinese weather balloons. Get out of here, China. Okay. So uh I'll never sorry. forget the Chinese or forgive. I'll never forgive the Chinese. That's a JoJo reference, guys. Yeah, that, yeah, the PRC. Oh my goodness. Okay, so starting with the main event, uh, we got Hunt versus Richmond. Best okay. fucking finish I've probably ever seen in a combat sports setting. Yeah, that was absolutely insane. Um it, it it's uh I I I was blown away. Like I I'm oh, saying you, you sound like you're downplaying it, which is mad at me right now. No, no, no. Did Hunt? I'm sorry, I got distracted because my monitor is trying to get taken over my fucking iPad right now. So did Hunt get? Did Hunt uh, get knocked down once or twice? Once. I think he got knocked down once. Once. But man, it was it was en- the once was a good enough to be twice because it was he was knocked down so good and he honestly I I, I don't think he, he ever had like right he, he didn't his have a leg up in the fight, dude. No, he was down. He was down. He down. couldn't. So um, what's his dick? The other guy. Whose name I'm forgetting? Let me pull up the notes like a responsible person. What's his dick, Hunt? You mean that would make sense? Do you haven't even updated the fucking notes? The last thing is from Jamal Hill. Holy fuck, Batman. Well, maybe you shouldn't look at the show. Maybe you shouldn't take a first look at the number in the middle of the show live. How about that, Batman or Robin? I should say in this instance, holy cannoli, Batman. Holy cannoli, Robin. Okay, um, but yeah, Hunt, Hunt was down. In the score immediately. First off, BKFC, you gotta love. It. I mean, you got an average what, like maybe two and a half minutes of fucking fight. So, oh yeah, I mean, fucking amazing. Uh, but Hunt was definitely down in the scorecards, and I mean, like I said, Richmond knocked him down. He knocked him down to a point to where a lot of other fighters probably wouldn't have even got up from that eight count. But he got up. And you know what I love? Hold on, pause real quick. You know what I love with BKFC is when we get used to watching UFC and Bellator, all these knockdowns would be like automatically fucking waved off. It would just be like, oh, like, yeah. nope, fight's over. Fight's, fight's over. over. Meanwhile, like one, yeah. two, yeah. three, you get to the eight count. Like, you good? Put your hands up. Step to the right. Okay, you can get fucked up some more. I mean, some of them. It depends. I think it depends, too, because like it's not like I feel like it's not always like that. You know what I mean? They, they gave Greg Hardy back. a shot. They need to bring back Margliata. You know what I'm saying? I'm well, I, I want to get into Dan Margliata. We're going to get into the, the next fight after that, and I want to get into some of this. But, yeah, keep on going. Okay. All right. But, yeah, so, you know, Hunt goes down. Thunder is down. Thunder is down. And yeah. then comes back, you know, get, gets risen back up and literally out of fucking nowhere sleeps Richmond. He doesn't put him down. He doesn't no. knock him, dude. He sleeps him. Yeah, his, he's, he's literally him. snoring with his eyes open. Snoring with his eyes open, thinking about his first high school girlfriend, dude. He was fucking. Bro, he's probably thinking about his first high school blowjob at that point. He, uh, he could have. And know, you know what was crazy? The significance of like Hunt, me, the significance of Hunt getting knocked down. Keep in mind, like this is build Hunt, and I didn't know this until after the fight when he did his promo and I asked Angel. He's a double champion. He's a double champion. That was a unification fight because there was an interim champion because they they had an interim champion while he went to go fight for I would imagine would be the middleweight title since this was a light heavyweight title fight. So he has that going for him. And then on top of that, he's billed by many who follow bare knuckle fighting as one of, if not the premier bare knuckle boxer in the world. And to see him just get shell shocked from the opening moments of the fight by Richmond, it was very like, oh my God, like this is like this is this is real, and they mentioned on the telecast that there were many people 
that thought like, oh, this guy Richmond legitimately has a shot to take down Hunt because Hunt is such a monster, you know, with the name the Juggernaut. You think like, oh, you can't be a piece of shit. And by the way, that entrance also, side note with the Juggernaut entrance, that fucking, that lit me up. That was great. That popped me. You saw, did you see the entrance? Uh, no, I don't. I think I missed the intro. He had a mascot dress up as the fucking juggernaut. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> Straight up. I was like, yo, I thought he dressed up as the juggernaut. I was like, this motherfucker's a juggernaut. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. And it ended up just being like a mascot. It was like another big black man. But still, he was, he was uh, yeah, no. I mean, dude, it was, it, 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 it was incredible. Like I said, the fight didn't last very long. And it was perfect oh, for the main well, event. No, no, no. I couldn't believe, you know, I really couldn't believe how, yeah, yeah how, how the turnaround. I don't think I've ever seen, like in recent memory at least, I, I like to come from behind of something that seemed like it was so definite. You know what oh, I mean? No. I mean, he would have had to survive. I think it was like thir- 25 seconds. He would have had to survive another 25 seconds. I've never seen, again, this is my first time ever actually watching a BKFC right. event. I've never yeah, you seen haven't- I've never seen Lorenzo Hunt fight before, so I don't know if he's ever dealt with that type of um, uh, what's it called? I wouldn't say perseverance. What's the word I'm looking for? Adversity. Adversity. Thank you. He. I don't know if he's ever dealt with that adversity. His legs were very shaky. So if if uh, if Richmond would have gotten another like one or two solid combo like combos or punches like direct punches in, he probably wouldn't have survived the round, and that would have been that. Um. So. The broadcasters mentioned that he be, he was like as soon as he came in he was overzealous because he wanted to jump in and finish the fight and that's why he got hit with that clean fucking right. But right. I mean, you know, it's tough to say that he got overzealous. He jumped in for sure into that range, and it was more of Hunt just you know defending himself with that like fight or flight survival. Like oh, I'm gonna fucking you know just throw this punch out there so I can kind of get him off of me, but. The timing and the 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 projection of where he was going in relation to like dipping in for the punch and where he got caught, it I mean that is like an act of God. That was like an act of God hitting him, dude. It was like, perfect time, perfect place. Could you know not I mean? like you can't write sort that. You can't write that. Joaquin dude. Buckley type, uh, yeah, type, type shots. You know, what and I mean? fucking like, heel kick to the fucking chin. Yep, dude, that was like incredible. Yeah, and I mean, uh, you know, Hunt was the champion to begin with, so I yeah. mean, he's he's been very dominant in his fights. But um, you know, as with BKFC, there's almost nobody who's like epically dominant. Where I would say like, oh yeah, he's deaf hands now. Maybe in some of the women's fights, but not especially not in the men's you've seen significantly more fights i have zero idea like what like i knew what i was getting into because i've obviously seen clips many clips of bkfc i've never sat down and watched a a full main card and you watch the entire card completely i did not i just watched the main card for the show tonight um but as you've mentioned plenty of times in the past and i'll reiterate now for the first time from my mouth to your ears you will not be disappointed bro i'm telling you you won't you, you really won't. And I know no. like BKFC is one of those things where it's kind of hard to watch. You know what I mean? And uh, it's not always out there. Sometimes Did you, you see Angel open. mention that somebody said that you're liable to get less CTE doing bare knuckle boxing than you are doing. Oh, you boxing. are. Yeah, it's true. That's that was a study. That's been done I mean, I, I heard that. Ago, I heard that theory after the after the Diego Sanchez fight, which we'll get into next. And I was like, how? Like, what? Yeah, no, it's true. Also, too, because there's, you know, there's no gloves. So, I mean, the, the, the hits are instant and the, the downs are instant. I mean, like you said, look how, look how long the fights even lasted, dude. The fights are like two, three minutes. Yeah, the longest fight of the night was... Um, you're not was taking the, much damage. Was, uh, you're, getting, 
fucked up in the face. You're getting physically fucked up. Yeah. It's not nothing that won't heal. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. You wouldn't think about it, but it's true. It's like boxing's the worst because it's the biggest ass gloves. You know what I mean? Uh, kick or bo- actually Olympic boxing's the because you use headgear. Any type of uh, combat sports that uses headgear is actually the worst. It's pretty much the worst. Then there's boxing, Muay Thai, and then MMA. You know what I mean? Pretty much is like that's pretty much how it rolls. Bigger the gloves, the more the fucking brain damage. Well, unless you so, fought in pride and got soccer kicked. I would even I say soccer kick is worse than getting punched in the face with a glove. I, I would I would say getting soccer kick and getting KO'd is better than getting fucking kicked in. Is better than getting jabbed in the face, right hooked in the face, right cross in the face for five and a half years, and and maybe only getting knocked down a couple times, but fucking fighting for I like would love five, five, three to five fights a year bro. for five years and I like getting all that. I bet you that's worse than taking bro, one I'm fucking sure. soccer kick. Well, yeah, over. You know what I mean? Like, one so- well, one soccer kick is when you're. Think out how many boxers go do that? Well, no, but imagine you know? like imagine if you were like a really shitty MMA fighter in Japan, right? And you lost t- five times. Okay, so I'm of- Artem. I'm Artem Lobov in Japan. Okay. Okay, so you're Artem Lobov in Japan, and in the span of ten years, you get you get uh, KO'd five times via soccer kicks. Okay. Versus if you're Artem Lobov and you get KO'd ten times. Hold on, I'm Dylan, I'm Dylan Dennis in Japan, actually. Okay, okay you're Japan. Dylan Dennis in Japan, even better. Okay, there we go. Cool. So, or you're Dylan Dennis in the United States, and you get KO'd ten times over the course of five years from strikes. What would be the more, and only in Madison Square Garden? Yo, you think just because you get knocked out, Madison, it's automatically more CTE. But, oh, Muhammad Ali got fucking Parkinson's because he got knocked out of Madison Square Garden one year. No, no, no. Just so it's Dylan Dennis on the biggest stage, so he can get plastered that many times in front of everybody. Bro, yeah, the, yeah. the New York fans don't de- don't deserve to have to put up watching a Dylan Dennis fight. No, but he does. He deserves to have all those people watch him fail. Yeah, I mean, you could put yeah. him in a pay per view anywhere. There's not going to sell any more pay per views because it's in Madison Square Garden. Listen, don't defend your territory, okay? It's just a big name. I'm sorry, Madison Square Garden. It's in Madison. Why don't you just say the Superdome then? More people, right? Put them in the Superdome. Is the Superdome more famous than Madison Square Garden? No, it's not. You see? It's up there in terms of, like, historical arenas, actually. Not uh, – it's not on the level. Uh, come on, dude. Get out of here. I you mean, know. like, overall in- encompassing historical arenas. Not How many – <laughs> hey, how many boxers are trying to put a fight on in New Orleans? You know what I'm saying, dog? I'm, I'm very surprised not more. You know, I'm very surprised not more. I'm very not. I'm very not. You should go to the city. I mean, I understand if you're a Mexican yeah. fighter, you want to go. You don't want to go to New Orleans. You want to go to Jerry World. But if you're a, if you're an African American fighter, like from the South or something, like I wouldn't understand. Like Deontay Wilder, why wouldn't Deontay Wilder want to have like a major fight, like against like Tyson Fury or somebody like that, or uh, Anthony Joshua in the Superdome? I think that would be a fantastic idea. Just because of the culture, because of like the um the. I mean, I don't think it would be a bad idea, but I think that there are so many <laughs> other places of note where you would want him to fire. He well, because all fight. the sponsors want you to go to Vegas. There's no boxing history in Louisiana. There's no, I mean, like not of much of one history. anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's but more I mean, of a wrestling. Uh, there's more of a actual wrestling, professional wrestling history down there than anything, but. Yeah, women I mean, and, and actual yeah. MMA. There's way more UFC MMA history tied down there now, um, especially with Pobie and. I think the I only mean? the only reason why you wouldn't do that is because of the fact you can't charge as much given the popular, you know. And with Vegas, Vegas, you're going to get your sponsors. You're going to Superdome get is also yeah. 
It's just not. I I would imagine that Madison Square Garden is much more accommodating. Like I feel like I understand that. I understand what you're saying. I just feel like like dude, driving like one. You want to drive a car through a fucking city? It ain't New Orleans, dude. Let me tell you, it ain't fucking New Orleans. And I'm not talking like I mean the potholes. I'm talking the roads. I ain't talking about nothing else. I'm talking about the fucking roads. Try driving a car down there, bro. Good luck with that. You're gonna bring. I'm just saying, like this is not. This is a very idea that we're bringing up, but I'm from Louisiana. I I love I love New Orleans, but it's not like my destination like city, especially. I would just, you know, I figured like I just, I just figured, you know, a lot of crime there. I'm not trying. Yeah. I'm not trying to be like stereotypical or anything like not that. Like, you know, like you have the Mexicans, they want to fight in Texas, they want to fight in in Vegas. You have white people that love the fight in Boston and New York, like for those type of you know locations. I don't understand why you know you couldn't as a as a Southern African person. You know, I, I would have to speak to somebody in that. I guess idea per se. You know, like imagine if Floyd Mayweather, right? Was he not originally born? I believe in Michigan, right? If I recall I correctly, where, I don't know where money's from. Because I, I remember he was in Michigan a lot. Let, let's ask think, Google. Hey Google, where was Floyd Mayweather money born? Was born. Floyd Mayweather money born? Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids. There you go. So why wouldn't you, bro? Imagine a Floyd Mayweather fight in like in Ford Field. Where's Ford Field? Detroit. It's the, the you want to get like the large like arenas. You want to get a that makes sense. That's where stadium. he's from. Yeah, that so makes the same sense. Thing, like Deontay Wilder is from Alabama. There's no large unless you want to put it inside of uh, Alabama. Mobile, Mobile, yeah, yeah Mobile is a, I think as a stable center or something. I mean, yeah, you could do it. That's where he's from. I, mean, saying, I, like, I would have like more, these large, like, but venues. if you're talking about regional, I would go to yeah, like region. Atlanta. You'd go to Atlanta. Then. Okay, you would, you'd get that's, that's fair. That's, that's fair. If you maybe not Superdome, you want to do it in the Mercedes Benz Dome. That's in Atlanta. It's a much, uh, yeah, and Atlanta is probably a much more accommodating city. You know, sure. I, I've been to. Atlanta's super nice. I don't know if you've ever been sure. to Atlanta, but Atlanta I is through it. I super through nice. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I look, like everywhere, there's crime everywhere, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because I, I grew just up. Said, like, I don't understand why more people don't do Louisiana, like, regional, like whatever. Like, you know, it's but... just like in combat sports, everyone is fixated with the major locations in boxing history. It's because they're good. But it's 100%. I understand the validity in that. I just think There's no history at all these other places you're trying to fucking (laughs) throw out, you know? I I I just feel like in terms of like a spectacle, I'm thinking more of like the grand spectacle of of that, you know? Like, Muhammad Ali wasn't from fucking Manila. He fought in Manila and that that was one of the grandest spectacles that people ever think, the thrill in Manila, you know? That's true. So, yeah. But I mean, there was a lot of history. And that's why there you think, like, guys like Fury and Joshua, they always want to fight in London. They want to fight in Wales at the well. The, actually, the it's funny that you, or you bring up Manila or Wembley because because Joshua or I'm sorry, Wilder just Wilder literally just uh, he he just uh, threw down a challenge to Ngannou. You know, hey, I'll do a uh, let's let's go to Africa. You know what I mean? He, sure. he, he literally said that, you know, let's sure. go to Africa, which I mean, that fucking even makes, you know what I'm saying? Like, there you go, dude. Well, everyone, everyone watches hey. UFC have wanted to have like, oh, fuck you, Dana. Card. How about that? They do it in Africa. Yeah. Fuck you, UFC Dana. Never been to Africa. Everybody wanted the, the, the hey, but how about this? How about the balls on Wilder? Wilder goes, we'll do one in boxing and we'll do one in the cage. How about that? Yeah. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Wilder would get mauled. In well, fucking a, but Wilder, but Ngannou's gonna get mauled in the boxing ring. Probably not. Probably. Can we stop with this shit, MMA fans? 
Stop with this shit. Nganu doesn't have a shot at fucking Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, or Olenek. Stop. Quit. It's it's not it's not happening, okay? I understand that at one time Connor was gonna be Floyd Mayweather. I get it. It didn't fucking happen, right? Okay, so it ain't gonna happen again. I'm not fucking going for this ride. I want to see the fight, but I'm not about to talk all this bullshit like Nganu's got a chance, okay? Yeah. I love Nganu, but if he anyway, wants to keep a belt or keep winning, stay in MMA. This is a great conversation, but we're getting sidetracked, and that's my fault. That's my fault. No, it's fine. It's it's a conversation that needs to be had. I haven't had a chance to say it because we haven't been on it three weeks, but that's how I feel about it. I feel like everybody is like, yo, oh, I and I'm the one I dropped the news in the group about, you know what I mean? Like oh no, dropped it, but I mean, you know, I put it in there about Fury, you know, um, you know, them wanting to fight. I think it would be good for Nganu, mainly because it would give him a lot of power and it would also give him a lot of money. So that would be well, great for fights. him. All, he, can go, thing, two, he could go yeah. 0 for 5 and he'll make like $300 million. But he's not going to go 0 for 5. He's going to go 0 for 3, maybe. We know this. He's going to go 0 for 1. Matches, he'll he's going to go 0 for 1. Everybody's going to be like, dude, you're going gonna to be fine. He's going to go 0 for 1. Everybody's going to be like, damn, he got to be bad. Then he's going to go 0 for 2. Then he's going to be like, damn, I got to be bad. And he probably won't even do the third one. If 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 I'm if I'm him and I'm gonna fight and I'm gonna box, do one, get out of there. Unless you fucking KO whoever you're fighting. Of course that changes everything. But let's be honest. So that's not probably gonna happen. Con, everyone if he gets fucking beat like Connor, fucking just go back, come Connor, back to the UFC. Go back, so. you know what here's I'm saying? Make your money that. and come back, dude. Here's like, the thing about that fight. You I don't, don't even have to cut the UFC in. Connor had to cut the UFC in when he fought Floyd. Yeah, he did. You don't even have to cut the UFC in if you so fight Tyson or whoever. Here's the thing. I don't you know? think I, I I hate Connor, but I don't think he got waxed by Floyd. He got it was a dominant performance by Floyd in the grand scheme of things, especially looking he back did on it. Better than any other boxer has ever done against Floyd Mayweather. No, that's false. That's, that's not false. false. That's Who false. did better? Uh, what's his face? Don't Jose say, Luis, don't say no. mostly. Jose Luis Castillo should have beat him in fucking 2006, and they gave that it was a it was a, I believe a split decision, and they gave it to, to, okay. to Mayweather. I, I, I've never seen that fight, so <laughs> that might be the real shit. Watch, I don't you watch, watch, you can watch that. Marcos <laughs> Maidana, no, Maidana lost a unanimous decision, but he was one of the fighters that had the most success and gave Floyd the most trouble. It was Maidana did not touch him as many times as McGregor did. It, but Maidana touched him more effectively. Doesn't matter. Ah, that's that's argumentative. It, if you look at the numbers, because I did, if you look at the numbers, McGregor to and and I I'd like to see that fight. But what the research that I remember doing on on that, McGregor hit him more than any other professional boxer had landed in his career. And Mayweather hadn't also boxed in like fucking like a year or two. Years. And he was not in, he was not in like tip top. Like, <laughs> hey, Connor had had never boxed in fucking twenty something years. Okay, so just saying. I mean, the argument is there if Connor didn't get gassed because by I think like the fourth or fifth round he was gassed. No, the argument's got, not there. He got beat fair and square. He no, just did the argument is if he had not gotten gassed, if he had more pacing, he's not going to beat Floyd on technique. But if he had more stamina, he would have what? He would have done. Be- he would have done significantly better. He it would have been, been, a, it okay. been a, a way closer fight. Them, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was already a closer fight than anybody everybody imagined. Everyone thought Floyd was just gonna fucking dance all over him, and he it didn't, was but... a spectacle to behold. That was for him. So, let me. My point know? of bringing that the up, other was... the other thing of this is the other thing of that was too though. I want to say this, and I know that like you know, oh whatever, dude, dude. Don't you think that maybe Floyd was like, yo, 
let me let this dude hit me a couple times because it's not like it's not like Floyd is it's not like, I don't know I don't think he was worried about power or anything like that I don't think he fuck around like that dude I don't know. you might be right you might be right he I just I don't know I think Floyd is, Floyd's not dumb he's not gonna fuck around and find he's out he's not dumb you're right you're right he's not dumb bro he's not gonna fuck around but in anyway, any case my point anyway. of that was if Ganu does that against like a Fury that type of performance right it's not a total shellacking right not getting fucking knocked down four times in three rounds and gets knocked out unconscious right fury's not going to do that to him tyson fury won't do that to him. i don't think so i mean the, the strategy against Ngannou is just going to be to fucking just point box him god can you imagine though if tyson fury goes in there and actually turns it on good god oh yeah rest in peace francis rest in peace bro like can you he's imagine like, if he goes in there and he's just talking shit bro <laughs> what's my name What's my name? Bro, What's my name? Bro, 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 bro. Just fucking, dude. Oh man, like uh it was yeah. he I don't think he will because then he'll go heal. And I, I don't think I, best, yeah, honestly, his be, the the easy money fight and the fight that's gonna get made first is gonna be the Fury fight. Wilder. Out of the three that he has no. the best chance, it's against Wilder. Well, I was gonna say, no, no, out of the best fights that he had that he could do, if I'm him and he wants to do more than one, then go wilder one, wilder two. Beat him in MMA, you get the you get the win. So you end on a win. Now you gotta you gotta you gotta fight in boxing. It's a loss, but it's a fight now at this point because now you gotta win an MMA. Then you can fight Tyson. I mean, I wouldn't try against Joshua or these other cats, but if no, you wanted to try to do a builder, go for it. Dance but on just it. go right in there, dude. You make massive money off the Wilder fight. You make massive money off the MMA fight. Then go make even more money because then at that point. Now is that that's a time game though? Because now you're talking like one or two years. Is Fury going to be in it at that point? I don't know. But clearly, Fury's the bigger fight. I mean, one hundred percent at at one hundred percent. But if you fight Fury right now, I don't know if that Wilder fights there. Because he, like I said, bro, he could go in there. If Fury beats the brakes off of him, he's going to be like, "Fuck this boxing shit. I was just king of the world. Fuck this shit. I'm going back." You know what I mean? Like, I would. <laughs> I mean, fuck. You know, but I haven't gone. But anyway, uh, let's get back to BKFC. Yeah. Um, so main event was great. Go back, check that out. Let's move on. Did you um? Uh, see, did you see Hunt's? Uh, the, the, you didn't. I imagine you. Didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I, I yeah. Didn't watch so first off, it was a very emotional promo when you talked about how um you know he's like I had such a hard life and he was almost about to cry and he's like but I'm the best ever like in, or the best <laughs> right now in the world whatever the fuck right mm, like, cool sorry, very me. emotional and they said what's next and he's like I want to be the first three. Uh, three division champion in BKFC history. He wants to go for the heavyweight belt next. So he said he wants the winner of the heavyweight fight um, whenever that fight is again. He mentioned it, and I don't recall when exactly that is. So that was that's his two, his next, like his next goal is to be the three. He said, I'll put my other belts on the line. I'll put my two belts against your one belt. Triple champ. To be triple champ. Triple champ. Champ, champ, champ. Champ, 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 champ. That's four. Matt, oh, it, it, like that's how it is in boxing, right? Champ, 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 champ. You no, get, they like, don't all the, that. They say you get all the belts. They right? say the multi division. They don't say it. That's how you would farmer. You're being a silly billy. That's how they say it. They'll be there forever. Like whenever they had Pacquiao, when Pacquiao Step used to on fight, the joke. they would be like the the former flyweights, super flyweights, bantamweights, super bantamweights, lightweights, super lightweights, welterweights, junior welterweights, and featherweight champion of the world, Manny. Pac-Man. Pacquiao. That's my best uh, Michael Buffer. That was really good. You know what sounds better than all that? 
Jam, 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 jam. Jam, 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 jam. Are you a fucking gopher? I mean, you could be. Yeah, if you were jam, 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 you could be. It's not my fault. Twenty-nine belts. Twenty-nine belts per weight class they have in boxing now. I've heard. Um, I think there's like twenty total actually. Hey Google, how many? I would say a very hysterical guess. If it's twenty six. Y'all need to figure some shit out. I think it's good to talk. Good job. There's 17 weight classes in boxing. No, 17. <laughs> That's way too fucking many, bro. Get the fuck out of here with y'all's shit, dude. What? <laughs> three of those weight. Hey, every three of those weight classes are the same, by the way. <laughs> so no, when you, so there's there's in boxing you have this. She just mentioned the 17 weight classes. I know, I know. Out of those 17 crazy. weight yeah, classes, yeah. you know, you break that down, divide that by two. Because yeah. everyone has like the, the one that goes up in weights. So there's probably about nine actual literal weights, you know. Yeah. Like there's 10 weight classes in the UFC. Let's be honest. There's really only three women divisions. There's really only two. There's only actually like probably there's like seven. There's like two and a half. Uh, yeah, two and a half. There's, a, there's like seven uh, male divisions actually too. I don't know what 125 is. Right. Flyweight, bantamweight. I know what it is, but I'm lightweight. It's it's just it's a it's a it's a light heavyweight. It's not a very it's not a very eight male heavy. Classes. It's not a very heavy division. Eight male classes, incorrect. Eight male classes. I know, but I said there's like seven because the 125 division, like I'm saying, is not very heavy. It's not it's really just two guys, three. It's a flight division, right? Like three guys. Anyway, moving on. Co-headline event, BKFC, Knucklemania 3, uh, Trout versus Sanchez was a murdering. Uh, Sanchez got murdered in all Sanchez did better rounds. than I thought he would do. He and did better. I thought it was going to be a like. Uh, I thought he was was it good enough? Cause no, it wasn't. I thought he was going to get face planted. I told Angel this. I thought he was going to get face planted by like round two. No, he is. It's too much CTE built up in the frontal cortex. He's not getting face planted. I, I mean, it is astounding how many times that he got hit in the head and was like, yo, fucking, where's my guy at? You know what I mean? Like, it was almost like Fabia was giving him the, the jits from the crowd. You know what I mean? He was like, yeah, he was a Fabio was like behind like a mirror somewhere. He's all like chanting. He's like, "Was it was?" He probably he probably put a uh, he probably put like bubble wrap around the the voodoo doll's head. So yeah, he hexed him. You know what I mean? He's just like, "Why won't you let me, Diego?" But um, yeah, you know, I I thought the fight was um overall I I, I it wasn't very it was the longest it was the longest it was fight super of the watchable for me because I fucking love Sanchez, dude, and watching him just get. Pummeled by fucking Trout, who's clearly faster, stronger, better in every fucking category. He's a like, former fucking world champion in boxing. Yeah, dude. World we covered this fucking fight. I was like, I don't want to watch this shit, BKFC. It's the one thing I'm going to say bad about it. I, 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 I don't know why he took this fight. Give fucking. us your legends. We'll slaughter them for you. <laughs> you can dance. I know, dude. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, by the third round, he fucking, bro. Like that fourth round, he, bro, hand, he was like hands down, peeking. Like, what's up, motherfucker? Oh. It wasn't a co-headline. Head movement. It wasn't a co-headline. Yeah, yeah, it was. He was getting. Yeah, it wasn't a co-headline. I like how they used the picture here on him. Like this is Diego Sanchez when he was like 26, dude. No, back when um, he could have actually might have done something. For but sure. I'm, I'm, yeah, 100. He was this guy here off. Actually, before he was like I said, really, really fucking solid. 
Um, had significant wins. He was the former WBA champion of boxing. I mean, bro, Austin. No, Gio, was a, I told Angel. I told Angel. This. I was like, if Diego Sanchez had the boxing pedigree of an Austin Trout, Austin, he could have gotten Austin Trout in round two. There were a lot of like offensive holes that I saw in terms of him trying to lunge because he was really gunning for that finish. He was gunning to try and fucking face plant Diego. And Diego, he knew, well, I think he knew had, Diego he had his, yeah, he had durability. He had um he had he had wherewithal, he had durability, he had tenacity. He didn't um, account for the Fabia mind spell from the back from the from sure. the green room. There were a lot of like points in terms of when he was throwing, he was overcommitting to punches. And I thought, man, if Diego Sanchez had any true, real, legitimate For boxing real. pedigree at the he level near Trout, he would be able to put him out. If they he got if, caught out of position so many times, dude, agreed. like it was sad. He, he was like getting caught out of position, like as if he was getting taught how to box. Yeah, it was that's really that was the like, knockdown around four. The knockdown yeah, around four was, was yeah, he'd thrown the punch, he overcommitted on the punch. Austin Trout came with a with a short left, caught him clean in the jaw, put him down. Um, much to uh what's it called Austin Trout's credit in that fourth round when he told the when he told Big Dan, like, yo, get the doctor in here, get the doctor in here, because he was bleeding all over the place from the head cut yeah. um yeah. that happened. I thought that was very admirable. And then the other thing, the point of Big Dan that I wanted to bring up that you brought up Big Dan from the last car from the last fight. Was that? Did you see his? Did you pay attention to his face? He had such a face of disgust when the doctor said stop the fight. He's like, "Any fucking big Dan don't play no shit." He would have let him go. Big big Dan, big Dan don't play no shit. Let him go in round two. Bro, he had fucking Mazagani on speed dial. What should I do? Let him hook him, hook him up. Yeah, dude. God, he was standing in the back. Hook him up. No, he helped him out. No, it wasn't round two. I'm sorry, it was round four. So when Diego Sanchez got knocked down. He gave Diego Sanchez more time because he got yeah. knocked down, gave him the eight count. Diego was a little wobbly, but he still was was coherent and he was still in the fight from that perspective. And he's like, he's like, he's like, you good? Yeah. Step to the left. Yeah. Let yeah. me see that cut real quick. Gave him an extra like five seconds to look at the cut. Be like, yeah, you're straight. I've seen worse. Box. And then he got opened up again as he continued to get fucking jabbed and crossed. And then that's when Trout is like, yo, get the doctor, get the doctor, get the doctor, get the doctor. And then fucking the doctor fucking stopped the fight. And Big Dan had this face of just like, oh, what a fucking shit way to end this. Big Dan was just like fucking texting Kraus. He's just like, fuck, I'm sorry, dude. I couldn't do anything. They fucking this this bitch ass doctor came in here, fucking stopped the fight. You know what I mean? Can you can James? I think James. Well, no, he probably can't because the fucking government's all on his dick. But. He could probably get away with betting from BKFC because it's not like that guy uh, is betting on everything party. besides the UFC right now, dude. Probably, bro. <laughs> that guy is rolling all fucking systems go. I guarantee it. Yeah. He is fucking. He's in total operation on some other in somebody else's fucking some other mom's basement somewhere, dude. That guy is yeah. Those yeah, cats yeah. are keep rolling. I guarantee it. If so, and the one thing I wanted to say about the overall card. Is hey, how about the one friend who fucking tried to come against them, huh? Probably yeah, shouldn't have done that. No, nah, that was a fuck up. And not come out in public about it. I'll show you. That was a fuck up. Fucking off, you know. No, I mean? but the one thing I was gonna say is that, um, as a boxing lover, as someone who loves boxing primarily first before I love MMA, um, I enjoyed watching BKFC because it's it has that MMA feel with like the required techniques that should be boxing. of boxing. Yeah, like it is. It is. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I always love like when people are like when people tell me all the time like you can't oh, be so sloppy, like no, you cannot be. You, you can't. Cannot be. You, you really in order can't. for you, you to be a successful BKFC person, you, 
Well, you if can't. you're like if you're like a nobody heavyweight, you could do. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but not a lot either. You see that in the UFC. You used to see that a lot in the early UFC. Guys oh, coming yeah. in. Matt 100%. Hughes used to do that. Guys would be champions doing that shit, dude. 100%. Matt Hughes, BJ Penn, a lot of those guys. No 100%. boxing prowess, no real hands. 100%. Come in. I was when we just saw in the package with Jens Pulver. Yeah. He was like that. Jens Paul, Jens I know that actually had pretty Pulver. good hands though. For he did, he did have that, and it developed. He came he from a striking background, you know what I mean? Like hand, he had fast hands, but he would go through those blitzes, especially yeah. one of the times. And he got when he got when he lost. He, he was a karate dude, though. That's why you would see yeah. him do more lunging, more fucking just like swinging the punches to try like and karate, yeah. something to get into the fight, and it didn't translate, yeah. especially yeah. as his career progressed and the fighters became even better. And more technical than what they were back in like UFC twenty something when he fought. Fucking what's his face? Uh, goddamn, um, Frankie Edgar and Gray Gray, uh, uh, Gray Gray Maynard, dude. Gray yeah. Maynard was a fucking one of those guys, bro. Yeah, I mean, there was a day, there was an age of whole brawler. I mean, Vanderlei, yeah. fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Everyone, that's like some, I, of I still, best, some of the best strikers in MMA. The like, best, highlight, boxers, the best like, highlight that I've ever seen of, of, a, of, a, of yeah. a single flurry is always going to be Vitor Belfort going from one side of the cage to the other side of the cage and pummeling that guy. That is Bro. the premier highlight of combat sports flurries for me. Who is uh, he unless pummeling? you're like a Manny Pacquiao flurry. Back you talking about when he beat Vitor? When he beat Vandalay? It might have been. I don't remember. That was Vandalay that he did that, that was to. Vandalay that he did that to, right? Yeah. Bro, he ran over Vandalay. Yeah. Peak Vitor, like, hit him with like a, early, hit him with like early. a thirteen strike combination from from the fucking like <laughs> like the southwest no. corner of the cage to the northwest corner of the it cage. It literally was, and he literally was just like a b a b a b a b. It was the footwork. It was Mike. It was Mike Quick Swick before he's Mike Swick, dude. He's in wrestling shoes, just fucking going yeah. at like oh. twenty miles an hour downhill <laughs> on fucking. Voided to the good oh, yeah, deals, bro. Yeah. So the Back fucking, when he was the Victor, the were dripping fucking leftover oh, fucking juice. His, bro. his, it, yeah, bro. They were the guys in the back were fucking taking drips off his nipple just to try to get a hit off of it. Sucking a second, like mommy's city to try and get some yeah, shit, dude. That Victor Belfort, he never, never forget that. Never forget it, bro. Premier so, highlight. All right, well, well, go ahead. Let's all right, yeah. Let's go ahead and move on. Co uh, co headline, uh, like I said, Trout versus Sanchez and, and murdering. Uh, go back and watch it if you want. But uh, the rest of these are murders. Let me tell you what it should have been the real co-main event: Dotson versus Grant, dude. Fucking John Dotson is making a whole nother fucking career in BKFC, yeah. and I fucking yeah. love it, dude. Yeah, and he's he not is. like he's not Diego Sanchez. He's not on the back end of his MMA career. No, but he's that not- fucking hairline is Diego Sanchez, dude. Like, can we talk about? Like, God damn, that almost ruined the walkout for me. I'm like, why? Did no one? You, where's your wife? Like, do you not? Does he have? I think he has. He has a wife and kids. You know what it is. I don't know. The you, know what it is? you know what it is. That would account for it, maybe. Goes, but you know, it has to. Has a to. woman looked at you before you Bro, walked you know out it, tonight it, it, because I'm gonna tell you. You know what it is. I think. I think. I think he goes to sport clips for his haircut. That's the problem. He's not going to a barber. He does not go to sports. Sally has sports clips. Is doing his so shit while he's watching Sports Center. Magic, That's fucked up. He does not go to sports clips for fucking. With that hair, it looks like he goes to sports clips. <laughs> no, wearing, the, the girls at sports clips walk out Trust like me. That. My mother used to work a hair cuttery back in the day. <laughs> he's going to hair cuttery to get that fade. 
No, dude, let's be honest. If he was going to the Supercuts, he wouldn't He wouldn't be walking out there like that. They wouldn't. He is going to fucking Walmart in Raleigh, North Carolina to get this fucking haircut, dude. Come I'm telling you right what now. Mean? He's going to Walmart, bro. You can get Walmart. You can get haircuts at a Walmart, dude, but I they're like. I need my Walmart. <laughs> bro, that's why I said in Raleigh, North Carolina. Carolina. Shout out Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, they I got live, fucking I live in hair. Little Puerto Rico, where there's barbershops everywhere. You can get. Bro, they got barbershops in the south. They got in the real south. They will hook him up. They will. He'll look like LeBron James with this his hair. Why Florida's not in the real south? This is why. This is why Florida's in the south, but it's not the real south. People from the real south know what I'm talking about. Real south, Walmart, real southern WalMarts. Wally Worlds got haircuts. How got haircuts? He's job. going to Albertsons. I am saying he's going to Walmart, bro. He's going to Walmart. He's going, he's going to he's going to Goodies in fucking in Bristol, Tennessee. He's getting some. He's getting some low end barber maintenance. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, that, that, I wish that, that hair. I wish you would pay as much attention, uh, at least a quarter of attention, to that hairline that he that, has paid. Oh, that definitely his like, PFC career because the hairline would look. Great Bro, if he did the that. Money, with this the money fucking DKFC career looks good. With the money John Dotson's making, way. why do you have somebody yeah, like there. cutting your hair at home? Like, why is it like you know? Like, how about friend, this? I have how a friend. Cut I have that a shit friend. off, bro. bro. I have a friend. I have a friend. Shave it. I have a friend. Join the rest of the BKFC bald crew. <laughs> skinheads. Yeah, join the rest of the BKFC skinhead crew and just fucking go with it, dude. Just flip it, bro. Yeah, I would I get like know. I would get like um like the guy from fucking um uh the Russian promotion. The the former uh, the former strongman Pujanowski just get like shave your head and put yeah. a fucking a, a a brand on there in the back. Put the Yo, only that guy, brand in that the back guy would head. fit right into the heavyweight division. Oh, Mark Pujanowski, one hundred percent. Flop him right in, one hundred percent. Hey, you're one of us, right? Bro, just it's it's only a matter of time before the guys from the Russian promotion start going to BKFC. No, there's no wrestling. What are you talking? <laughs> no, no the Russian, the Russian, the Russian, uh, the Russian uh, MMA. I forget what it's called. The, the MMA promotion in Russia. The guys who fucking get in a fight at the press conference before they even get to the cage? Yeah, those guys. Those guys. There's Those guys are great. Yo, put them. Um, put him against Mike Perry. Oh, bro, they did. Remember? They fucking, that was fucking great. That was yeah. fantastic. Mike Perry came back. He said, yo, them Russians are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the popcorn right. and the kettle black. Yeah, That's dude. Nice. He was like, I don't know what to do with it. But listen. Uh, Dotson versus Grant. Dots, dude. John Dotson was fucking amazing, dude. This was he, supposed he, to be a really good fight on paper because Grant is the former, uh, former yeah, in a yeah, but let's be honest. At bantamweight in BK. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, a former yeah, amateur yeah. boxer. They mentioned he's a former amateur yeah, boxer, forty eight and seven record. I know. So he's got pedigree to him, and he Dotson just steamrolled right. him. Dotson's just on another level, bro. And he listen. Dotson did this thing. He knew, but he did this thing in the promo. I saw. He kind of gave him credit. You know, he said Grant's a good counterfighter. He is a good counterfighter. He's five and one. He just took his first loss. He was undefeated. He was yeah. undefeated when he went into the fight. Yeah. So let's be honest there. That's that's fucking great, you know. But listen, Dotson is on another level, and he's wow. clearly like a wrecking ball right now. And the guy, look, he was always fucking. He always was so good on his feet. He's just so quick. Yeah. He was really the guy who gave Johnson. Um, Mighty Mouse his his problems like early on he was one of the first yeah, guys. Yeah. I mean, Mighty Mouse still dispensed of him twice, yeah, but yeah. you know what I mean. Like Dotson, it was it, him. It was, it was Ray Borg before the fucking uh, uh, amazing yeah. fucking armbar. Yeah. Ray Borg was doing really well in that fight before, like the first two or three rounds. Ray Borg was doing pretty well. He had a real he was doing all right. Mighty Mouse fucking put on the gas. He was doing. He wasn't doing like Gustafson Jones, all right. No, but no, he was no, doing no. more like Reyes Jones, all right. Yeah, you know what I mean? 
that stay that he was still winning the fucking fight. Still winning the fight. Um, however, did not. Uh, rest yeah, in peace. Rest in peace, Reyes. His career, dude. His career, dude. So the punch Damn. that Dotson connected, I noticed that was like, oh, it wasn't that hard of a punch. And he got up at eight and he took a knee at nine. Oh, it was. They waved it off oh, it and he got a... again. He caught him it in the eye. A he caught a knuckle, a, a knuckle straight to the eye. And that's what Bro. put him down. Bro. And yeah, but he was out. If you watched, I watched that back a couple times because I, I, I too he was just like, whoa. He face planted briefly. He, just face planted, but he literally was, I think he honestly was almost out after that first fucking touch because he just was he on he was on his feet I, I mean he was out on his feet like he just had no direction you could see he was trying but the stem he couldn't make connected no i don't think yeah. it was that it was part it was partially that he was stunned no, it was him. that bro he got he hit that, entire, that punch may have looked like it was soft dots and fucking the entire fight you know was him mean? trying to acclimate to the speed he got caught with the punch he ran right into him. it too yeah he ran right into it he got stunned and then Beautiful he was kind punch. of like trying to figure it out. He, on top of trying to figure out the speed, he was a little bit discoherent. And then he was just trying to survive the speed. He was trying to basically trying to like get his way out. And Dotson, to his credit, managed to find a seam in the guard, uh, like his, his hand guard, caught him with that uppercut to the fucking eye, face planted him briefly. He came back quick, but you clearly there was something wrong with his equilibrium or his something, right? Because he got caught in that eye, got yeah. up, got up at eight, took his knee at nine. Got up again, and then he's like, "No, no, no!" Took another knee, and uh, Dotson, I, bro, I've never seen such a look of concern on from a from a winning fighter for knocking somebody kid? over. Like he looked oh, over, he was worried about him. He was, yeah, he was ready to like just yeah. catch him, like the fucking like the princess falling from the castle. He was ready. Who was the kid that uh, that was fighting in the UFC that um, that fucking did that recently, where he was in the fight and he fucking got cracked by? Who the fuck was he fighting? Was he fighting Frank Yeager? Was he fighting Corey Sandhagen? I don't remember. They got cracked, right? He got cracked, and then all of a sudden, Shane, Shane, um, Burgos, huh? Burgos. Shane Burgos. What Shane Burgos did? That was kind of like what sh- what happened to Shane Burgos. How yeah. he fucking just kind of got knocked. You know what I mean? And then yeah. just fucking was just like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Remember that? I remember that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I was gonna say you didn't remember it until I yeah yeah until yeah, I, no, I, I remember probably, that yeah because it was like he got yeah. cracked, he was stunned. And he came back, and he's like, no, 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 no. I mean, he literally came back like he was about to engage. Yeah. And then delayed reaction. Fucking just felt back like a motherfucker. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of what that was like a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sped up. But, yeah, sure. yeah, definitely. But, I, you know, all credit to Dotson. Uh, yes. You know, he he uh, he didn't give chance. He didn't give chance. Uh, Sorry. He didn't give Grant a chance to counter. Um and really uh just no, Grant was one hundred percent on the defense the entire fight trying to figure out how to counter the speed and he just didn't get a chance to because Dotson was all over him from jump. Yeah, the only thing I gotta say is you know hey Dotson get to get to a supercuts at least get to somewhere to get the get that fucking hairline you should taped control. up bro tape it up. There's not much to tape so if you can get to somebody who's willing to tape it please get it taped. If hey, not, having a Stephen A hairline is better than having what he had. I think having no hairline is much better than what like sure. just. Just go, bro. He would look younger if he if he shaved his head. You know, it, it, it's weird because it's just like same thing. Like BKFC, they using like this fucking you know either that or they're doing some hella good airbrushing, but they are using like a early UFC fighter fighter picture for Dotson over here on the website. Oh, dude, like, they, they, yeah, but they just go on Google. Not look like that anymore. You know? I think they, they just go on Google and find what's a good picture of Dotson. There they we go. Probably do. Taste it. They, 
Yeah, they probably Basically. do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're just like whoever's running their site. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, Hardy, uh, great. Oh, Hardy shit. Versus- Hold on, real quick. Unrelated to UFC, but something of note. Angel. Every Jeff single time it. I've tried to transition, you fucking. I'm have, sorry, but you'll you have love a this. fucking Ander. I, I love I'm trying to get this sorry. thing fucking rolling here. I'm sorry, but you're gonna love this. Angel just literally posted uh, an article from MMA Junkie. Sydney Outlaw from Bellator is out of the lightweight Grand Prix after testing positive for three banned substances. Wow. Who? (laughs) So many people. Guys, stop what you're doing right now. The lightweight Bellator tournament is in jeopardy. (laughs) Hey, dude. It's I just it's of note because Usada didn't hit the one. Hot news. Okay, great. Okay, cool. 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 We'll we'll circle around to it. But um No, we won't. No, we won't. I'm gonna forget. Uh Anyway, Hardy versus ver- versus Watson. Her- Hardy Junior versus Watson. This is what got this is what got BKFC all of its press. Dude, this this was a great fucking fight. I looked from start to end. I was thoroughly entertained. I hated Hardy from the beginning, and I, I didn't really feel that way against Watson. But I hated Hardy from the beginning. He comes out, does this whole side look at the camera. I'm like, ooh, you think you winning tonight? Cannot, you know what I mean? And honestly, I kind of thought he was winning too. I wasn't sure about Watson, you know what I mean? And early on, uh, but early on, bro, like when they came out. Bro, that's yeah. from scratch. From the scratch from line. From scratch. The one two watching it. Bro. He literally got him with like two in a row. Man throw. That is the quickest. You could tell Hardy was pissed. He was like. Uh, fucking bro. so bad, dude. <laughs> bro, he hit him with a one-two combination that you would hit on like the fucking on the pads. Just pop up. He kind of. He also kind of did a little. He did kind of fucking like as soon as fucking as soon as old boy fucking did like he did like he basically as soon as the ref went this dude his hand was like wow yeah, <laughs> fucking flying in. I love a little I bit love, of a sneak shot, I and I like it against Hardy. Because literally before it went off, they're like, oh, he's the victory kind of sort of. And the announcer was like, oh, he's like, he mentioned that. He's like, he wants to get on a quick, he wants to get on a, a quick pace with Hardy. He wants to get him from the yeah. jump. Literally. Box. Wop, wop. He did it. Yeah. No, he, he fucking nailed it. And I loved it because it, and it totally caught Hardy. You could tell. Yeah. You could tell Hardy thought he was going to have a round or so to fucking, you know how Hardy is. Figure it out. Fucking, yeah. Blow hard and you know he, he is not a real fighter and he you know it takes him a minute just to figure a guy out or whatever but and, and dude to see him fucking just get just get mauled like that he was one hundred percent flustered from jump. oh yeah he from was trying jump. to he he had a good jab against Watson he did, he did. you know what I mean That's how he was like slow down he slowed him down with a jab yeah. he caught him with one of his punches and it kind of like staggered him a little bit but it wasn't much. It wasn't much. Watson was able to regain control again. Um, they survived the round, and then that round two. Well, actually, no, he got the knockdown. I'm sorry, he did get the knockdown late. He in got round the knockdown. One. It was yeah. considered a knockdown because the ropes held him up. Dan, Big Dan, called it a knockdown. Um, but you could tell just based off of that Hardy was stunned. He didn't have all of his legs under him, and then the the round ended pretty quickly after that. And he was able to go to the round into the the corner. Try and recompose himself, but he they didn't, didn't know what all that a lot. They didn't know what the, the fight ended do. at the beginning. And the one of the keys to Watson the, that helped Watson significantly was Hardy. I don't know if it was with a punch or an accidental headbutt, but he managed to open up a deep wound on um on his eyebrow, and it was pouring blood. It was it yeah. was like it was Diego Sanchez esque, but the doctor let him go. They looked at him. The doctor's like, he can go. 
So they let him go. And then like literally within like, I think 15 seconds after the fucking opening bell for round two, my cat, he's choking. You're fine. What you get for licking fucking sand and shit that's on the floor? Fucking hairball. He, I've never seen him actually spit out a hairball. I've seen like maybe two in his right. entire I've never years. Seen my cats do that either. No, but he'll like he'll go where he's just like fucking like licking like random shit like on the floor and he'll like start choking a little bit. Yeah, get it out. Get, there you go. My cat likes to swallow it. I'll be like, Nope. Yeah, you see, Watson, because Watson's got so he. I, I'm kind of rewatching the fight, but Watson's got such. He's it's so got, easy to rewatch these because they're so fucking short. They're so know? short, but I mean, he's you know, Hardy does. He really has him on every bit of the advantage. He has him on the you know. Is your cat okay? Yeah, he's good. Okay. He's looking at me. I think what it is is he sees me like about to throw up, and I try to hold it back. I'm like, Oop. Uh, yeah. I think he picked that up from me. I I'm a little that way myself, but uh, yeah, um, it, you know, you could tell that. You know, Watson, you know, that the way he was getting in was having to leap in. You know what I mean? Like kind of a more going back, alluding to what you were talking about too earlier, the strategy, just kind of leaping in because Greg Hardy literally towering over him and and, and yeah. has so much damn uh has so much damn sorry about that, guys. I forgot to turn on the fucking goddamn uh motherfucker the do not disturb. But um, you know, uh he had so much athleticism, he had so much so many uh athletic uh, advantages over Watson. The fact that he got in the way that he did, I mean, it was the, it was through those leaping fucking punches, you know what I mean? He literally caught yeah. him with like a uh almost like a, I mean, and he hey, was he not like the embodiment of Tank Abbott, dude? He was like Tank Abbott 2.0. He was like Tank Abbott, like Abrams edition. You know what I mean? Like, dude, he was like Tank Abrams, bro. He fucking came in, dude. He was all, he had more tats than Tank. He was fatter than Tank. Yeah. And he fucking hit harder than Tank, dude. You know what I mean? Hopefully he had less domestic abuse charges than Tank. But um, I don't know. Probably, the skinhead, the skinhead, man, maybe not. I don't know, dude. You know what I mean? Like I said, it was like literally the the battle of the DAs, the domestic abusers, because um, here he comes. But uh, yeah, you know, and you can tell in like round two that like Greg Hardy's definitely like he knows, like he knows like for sure. Like he's like, I got to get on this guy. And he's definitely like, but the whole time throughout the corner, I watch the corner work and they're just like, they're like fucking, you got to get on him. You know, you know, like everybody, all the coaches are fucking confused. And then of course, round two comes out and Hardy, Hardy comes out there thinking, you know, whatever's going to happen to boom, just gets flatlined by Watson, dude. Flatline gets put on his ass. Yeah. Fights over. Yep. Fucking call it good. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, yep. Mergli, Mergliata is happy to stop this. And he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, you, Greg Hardy. No question, <laughs> no question about this one. Yeah, Mergliata was but like, like I said, this, this is the fight that really get the, the the coverage. Like, I was watching on that Monday. I was watching yeah. uh, um, the Carton show on Dude. FS1. The blood, like, they made no, the they made no other comments about because they were celebrating Greg Hardy. Like, Greg Hardy, former football player. Great football player, shitty human being, got knocked the fuck out. That was great to see. It, without saying the curse words, that's literally what, what Chris Carton said. That's awesome. That that's awesome. They were like, I enjoyed seeing a, a, a trash human being get knocked out, guys. I don't know about you. Anyway, let's move on to our next segment. Literally, that was that was what it was. <laughs> anyway, back to you, Colin. Back to you, Cotton. Yeah, fucking yeah, for real. Bro, that I I love fucking BKFC because literally after Watson fucking knocks him out, he turns around, he's just fucking leaking blood oh, like yeah. bam bam bigelow, bro. Stop, fucking, if, if Hardy ah. had gotten any sort of like momentum in it's that, it's like round dude, two, like someone handed him the razor blade. You know what I mean? Like he literally oh, 
It was like fucking yeah. Eddie Guerrero and JBL looking like blood everywhere. No, but like I said, if if Hardy had gotten any momentum, that's how crazy BKFC is. Because if Hardy had gotten any momentum in that round two, been able to get his legs under him and manage to do any more like actual like damage, like land with like two, three, four solid punches in that round, they would have stopped the fight because that cut was massive, leaking everywhere. Um, it would have been a detriment to uh, Watson to continue on with that. And I, if they stopped the fight for Diego Sanchez, 100% they would have stopped the fight um, against Watson. And so Watson caught him very early and made it very decisive that he's like, no, you're not stopping this. I've got this motherfucker on the ropes. Oh, never mind. He's on his face on the floor. It's over. Yeah. And if it would have been MMA, like what it would have, they would have let it go for sure. And then Watson would have just gotten the mountain, just rained blood down on Hardy. Oh yeah, that, that's 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 one of the things that when you do get cut open in the UFC, bro, and you got somebody who grab like I remember that about like uh, I think it was Machida and Henderson. Yeah, no, 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 Machida and Shogun. No, no, no. Wow. Yeah, Machida and Shogun. Yeah, Machida yeah. and Shogun. Fucking somebody got cut, and then two of them got cut, and it was like, dude, you look oh, at yeah. that after five rounds of that shit, and it was like just none of it. You can't even see the sponsor. Oh yeah, the sponsor. And, and it was like a slip sponsored by blood, sponsored it, by Apos. <laughs> Sponsored by Apaz. Yeah. Sponsored by the American Red Cross Blood Bank. <laughs> I wonder, you know, what Blood Bank workers when they UFC see get your blood here, bro. You ever think like any like blood workers like that draw blood and stuff like phlebotomists? They look at all the blood. They look at all this blood being wasted. How sad. That could go to like a poor child that got into a car accident and hear it being spilled on the floor. That's probably what they. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think right. Maybe or maybe they're just like I don't know that blood's probably not good because it's got full of steroids and all kinds of shit in it. I don't know. Maybe. Hey, maybe. Yeah. imagine super maybe kid. Good. Super kid gets into a car accident. He's dying. <laughs> they gave him a fucking two pints of fucking steroid blood. Comes out fucking like, let's go! You know, dude, they give him two pints of John Jones's blood. And that motherfucker comes out crashing cars and doing coke. What's up, fucking? <laughs> Oh, bro, Matt, bro! Imagine, God forbid, your dog. Every hey, every fighter they give the like the depending on the fighter it comes from, that kid gets the treats. Of, let me ask you something. Let me, the, let me ask. Oh, you this is a great idea. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Who gets question. the Tito blood, bro? Let me ask you a fucking Not question. Me. God forbid one of your kids gets into some sort of accident and requires a blood transfusion. If they told you the only blood available that matches is peak Uberine blood, are you taking it for your kid? Fucking a, dude. Uberine blood. Peak no Uberine. Whatever the leg. The only problem is whatever body part or leg I injected into is gonna grow three, four times the size of all the other ones. Like, walking around. Your child's walking with a gimp, like <laughs> carrying uh, around that big uh, sausage of a leg. Be like, what happened? Be like Uberine blood, dude. Got it when bro, I was like, Yo, imagine like you're fucking like your child has Uberine, <laughs> like a fucked up, like a leg four times bigger and like your child gets mad like no kicks the door just boom looks like rampage jackson door dude, <laughs> dude what, that would be a hilarious side effect if you went to shoot up steroid like blood from other fighters and like, you just like ballooned up one leg you're like fuck you gotta go find more balloon up the other leg and then fucking balloon up your whole body dude oh, God. Uh, just so you could look like one of those fucking mr olympia guys you know what i mean that's we gotta I mean. have an episode review on one of those guys on that on, on that shit, dude. We gotta I talk saw the about most that random. Speaking of Mr. Olympia, I saw boring. the most random fucking thing ever today. On so Twitter. unnatural, bro. I saw the most random fucking clip on Twitter. It was from the uh, the WBF, the world the World Bodybuilding Federation that Vince McMahon had in the nineties, and they're like nothing. He's like, oh, Vince McMahon had this on his television, and he's commenting it with he's commenting on it with Bobby the Brain Heenan. It's was a, it like, Trump. It's a yeah, it was no, it was uh, they had a random thing where like a right. big, big old bodybuilder came out with a fucking like 
like looking like a Vietnam machine gun, and he's shooting fucking ninjas, and he's like, duh, 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 and there's like pyro, and the ninjas like, he fucking flies, and they're like, remember, Vince McMahon had this on his TV. That's a '90s shit right there, <laughs> straight up, bro. They're like fucking, like it was like muscled up, oiled up Rambo shooting fucking fake ninjas, and there's pyro going off. <laughs> fucking, I was like, bro, bro it almost shit. sounds like something out of Pride. Like, <laughs> oh, dude, that this was 1990s before Pride. Oh, the 90s. Uh, but all right, let's move on. Uh, next fight, Hinshaw versus which is probably last fight we'll talk about. Yeah, uh, Hinshaw versus Sagala. Uh, let me tell you, dude. Um, Sagala come out there. I thought I I thought she was gonna do a lot better. I, I thought she honestly was gonna win. This was Hinshaw's first fight in BKFC, so we haven't really seen no, her. No, second, second. No, it's her second fight. It was her second fight, dude. She um, her record says one and oh, so yeah, one and oh, because she had faced the fucking the, her only oh, they haven't updated the record yet. No, they haven't updated the records yet, dude. She had one fight before they updated they showed, the record. For they showed the one fight, and she was like basically a blitzkrieg, bro. She basically did the Vitor Belfort on this chick in her first like fight ever over BKFC. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, Sagala came out there with more experience, though, for sure, yes, and yeah. uh, got. Just wrecked handles yeah. like immediately, Quick. quickly, Quick. decisively over. So I mean, you can watch this whole card in like thirty-five minutes. So I did. Um, <laughs> I did too. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, it was just over. It was it was, it was quick finishing over. Uh, I thought it was hilarious because it was just like a you know, Sagala was just like I don't know, dude. She just had this thing about her. It almost seemed like she was just like. Oh, obviously overconfident. And then, yeah, Hinshaw just came in there. With you know she reminded, me of? She reminded me of like Thug Rose a little bit, like the way she was bit. standing and stuff. Oh, no, not Thug Rose. I'm sorry, not Thug Rose. She reminded me of uh, Hinshaw. Had, no. Hinshaw um, was like Thug Rose. The, Hinshaw was like Thug Rose. Um, No, the other girl, Sagala. She reminded me of the way Valentina. Oh, no, not Valentina. Fuck, what's her name? Um, The Jesus, other. Bro. The um, reference. Uh, Kovalkovich. Karolina Kovalkovich. She stands all meek and like kind of cute. In, in, oh, Kavakovich. Yeah, Karolina Kovakovich. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Karolina. Very, you know, something. She's I, from Ukraine, right? No, she's from Poland. I remember that because when I saw her oh, at USC 205, um, I was the only person like in my section rooting for her. And I was around, like, there were some Polish people in front of me. They were like, Ashka, Ashka, Ashka. I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, rooting you on. And yeah. they're like singing for all the fight because they're both from Poland. But I was the only like, the only ones rooting against fucking Joanna, Joanna uh, Champion, and like it was just you know I loved like especially up until that title fight she had had like a lot of momentum going into that title fight. People thought that she had a legitimate. Oh, chance. dude, she, she was the Gustafson of the division. You yeah, know what she I mean? was, dude. And she like, literally was after and that then... fight. It's just been like it's been a downhill dude, slide, bro. For her, what happened when she fought Holly Holm? She got she got ate up in that fight, right? Holly yeah. just boxed the shit out of her. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. You know, it's like Holly Holm is like one of those fighters where the UFC is like keeping around and like not really like just just so she. No, wait, I don't think she. Fight. No, I don't think she fought Holly Holm because Holly Holm was thirty five and forty five. Kovalkovich only went up to twenty five. She was fifteen and twenty five. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't her. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. It was. I'd have been her. Valentina. You're thinking of Valentina, maybe. Maybe I am thinking of Valentina. No, Valentina did not fight Holly Holm. No, Holly Valentina Holm. fought uh, Carolina. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I think that's what you're I was just thinking. Like Holly Holm is like, dude. Like, first off, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like she hasn't fought in twelve years, but she's gonna. Whenever she fights, it's just like, dude. It's like, what do you? What, what's the point of fighting Holly Holm now? Like, either to get your shit fucking wrecked, 
yeah, <laughs> and never be the same, or right. fucking like you know what I mean? Like just you have to fucking grapple her and yeah. fucking get like a win that doesn't transition to anything. It's weird. Yeah, it's, 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 it's very, very bland for her. Yeah, I know. It's like get wrecked, I mean, a bland win. I mean, a win is a right. win. She's still former. No, no, no. not really. Not because you get wrecked. Get wrecked and like fucking never come back the same against like uh, somebody like Holly Holm or have a bland win and fucking literally waste a fucking fight in in the women's division in that women's division which you might not fight again for another two fucking years waste a fight and then you're fucking you know what I mean like not gonna mean anything for the title shot so right 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 anyway uh but yeah the the rest of the BKFC card was fucking great too Uh, yeah the rest um, you know, I recommend the whole damn thing. Um, you know, like Me I said, too. UFC was all right. You know, we'll, we'll jump into that real quick. You know, Andrage it was not all right. It was below all right. Be honest. Yeah, it was below. There's only right. two things you want to talk about. The rest of the fights were decisions. If you want to go back and watch the decisions after, do do not do that after watching BKFC. You will go to sleep, or you will 100 hate the UFC, which may not be a bad thing in the grand scheme of things. There's two points yeah, I want to bring up on this. There's really. only two. points. Literally two so points. Oh, the right downfall now. of Ovin St. Prue. He got wrecked in about 40 seconds in his fight against some unknown Brazilian I've never heard of. Ovin St. Prue needs to just go to Bellator where he could be a top 10 fucking light heavyweight because he's got light heavyweight, like top 10 potential in a division like that's not very known, excuse me, known. So at this stage, I, I believe he's like one in four or something in his fights in his last five fights or something. He's basically gone at this stage. So at this stage, he should just, you know, go to Bellator, go to PFL, go make your money, go be better than what your competition is, salvage what you can from there. So that's point- go, to, go to BKFC. I bet you he'd do really good in BKFC. Go to BKFC. He just got getting starched by that guy. He's going to get starched in Bellator by somebody. He's going to get starched in fucking he, – he might do all right in PFL, but I, I, I don't know. You're right. He's at the tail end of his thing. I think for yeah. a lot of these guys, a lot of these guys who are ready to get out, you know, it's it's, it's the the thing of it is, it's no we're no longer in the age where Bellator and all these other guys have to rely on these old UFC talents to get their name out there. They're getting their names out yeah. there. They're get they're starting to develop their own talent. So I mean, I like that BKFC. While maybe that's the same premise, I like that BKFC is giving some of these guys who aren't finding maybe so much success and are older in MMA. Giving them a they, they're the only lunatics that would sign Diego Sanchez at this stage. Huh? If BJ Penn would come out of retirement, they would sign BJ Penn. Lord knows nobody. Of course they would. And they'd be BJ dumb Penn. not to, I guess. But at the same time, it'd be like, yeah, fuck that. Who's, I mean, if you want to have BJ Penn come out and fight Matt Hughes, I'm watching that all goddamn day. That's so I said horrible. It. That is so That's... horrible. Bro. All right. So, um, is I, didn't it... realize, I didn't realize BKFC was make a wish for MMA. <laughs> Didn't well, realize that's what you were going for, Andy. As long as as long as they're uh as long as they're paying for the train tickets to get there, it's all good. Um train okay. track junior. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. Oh, dude, Kobe and BKFC not do so good. Um <laughs> okay, so let's talk about Jessica Andrade versus Aaron Because yeah. it's, it's it's the most this was good. This was the only good thing about the it was a good fight, and it was honestly. A lot of people didn't know that Blanchfield was going to do this. I, I, I thought she was going to win, but I, I, I wasn't sure. Um, also, too, Jessica Andrade, you know, she just kind of it, – it's it's that time. You know, she's no, going to start so taking that – The defense that for Jessica Andrade has an easily built-in defense. She took the fight, I believe, on like five days' notice, dude. I Guru think the pig. What's up, fool? kind of been the same. What's up, Guru the pig? 
even if even even if she had a full camp, I think it would have been kind of no. Same. I don't think it would have been the same. What up, boys? What's up, man? I don't think it would have been different if he had a, if she had a full camp, dude. What would have been different? What would have been different? She would have had. So I think it would have been easier for her to figure her out. So one of the things about one of the things that was shocking. She's gonna figure out the grappling, not the grappling per se. She could have worked on it better. That's the killer. She could have worked on it better. She could have analyzed it better. Like she would have gone back, gone seen some of her fights on fight tape, been able to try and prepare better for that. Blanchfield <laughs> relied heavily on her takedowns on the inside trip. She could have done what she could have to try and avoid that or be able to, like, if you got once you lose the inside trip, be able to try and, like, work your way, have a better mentality in terms of the ground game. From her perspective, she just wanted to completely avoid the ground game because she was ill-prepared. That's my thought press, pro, process yeah, and on she's that. a brawler. This is just The other draw. thing she's I was going to mention is that she couldn't – She until the middle of the second round before the takedown. But at that point, she was starting to get her timing against Blanchfield, and that's just due to her skill. But in the first yeah. round, she was getting caught a lot by Blanchfield, which credit to Blanchfield. No one expected that from her to be able to get that type of success on the feet against somebody like Andrade. She was she had good movement. She was avoiding some of those shots. She was first on her shots and she was being very um sharp. She was being very clinical with her shots. She was doing her one twos. She was doing her little crosses. Get out. She used her range really well because she was the more rangier fighter. She had a four inch mm-hmm. reach advantage um and the three inch height advantage. And so she was able to use her physical prowess against her better. And I think that if Andrade had had a more full camp, she'd be able to try and make up the gap from that aspect because she's that an elite of a fighter. Not to say Blanchfield maybe could have wouldn't have done what she did. She could have just been her knight no matter what. But I think it would have been far closer, a little more boring, but far closer had Andrade been able to have it that. Would have been a little more boring. It definitely would. That's just yeah. the reality of it. Is you know. But yeah, I, I look. I don't. I don't disagree that, that it. May have lasted to the third round, but I'm just no. Saying, I think it lasted longer. What we saw, um, I I've never seen Jessica Andrade display a bit of grappling prowess that would compete with what Blanchfield has. That's fair. I haven't. You it know, would have no been more prepared, but if she had maybe the, the coaches have the result. I right. mean, she got it quick. That was my point. She got it quick, bro. Like she didn't even get a hook in on that rear naked. She took the she literally took her down. Got her inside control almost instantaneously. But that's Andrade. Got I'm her not drilling. and got her in the, the got the choking without any hooks. And on top of that, the angle she took her at like an angle on her. But left that's just hip. and that's a lot of inexperience on Andrade's part. She just left herself open, and she she. I mean, it's like it's like the classic thing. You know what I mean? Like it is it, it, it it's clear. It, it's like. You know, the classic yeah. thing of like the striker versus the grappler, yeah. the striker's always striking and never grappling, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? They're never so it's just yeah. like that's why the daggy standing boys live in the fucking gym. They don't ever stop. If you if you've yeah. listened to Bilal Muhammad's uh, interview with uh, Joe Rogan recently about fucking uh about his experience over there with Khabib and Islam and those guys, there is a fucking reason why those dudes are dominating on the oh, fucking grappling dude. It's insane. Who the pig wants to know is Aaron Blanchfield good enough or sexy enough to be marketable USV champion? I, I don't mean, know if that's good enough. She, I mean, she's going to be in the top five now. I mean, so that's going to be a huge thing for her. Sexy enough. She doesn't have sex appeal. What she has is wholesome appeal, which I don't think the UFC necessarily. Well, also, the UFC doesn't market sex appeal very much for flyweights. You know what I mean? Either. Not like I mean by by the women's division. Not not like not like uh, wrestling does, or you know right. what I mean. Or right, even right, right, even right. like uh, Bellator or, or right. BKFC will or something like that. Right. 
But I mean, she um, called it. So Blanchfield, after her fight, I don't, I don't doubt you saw it, Andy. She called for a title match. She wants the the next her next fight to be a title match. Um, she just beat Andrade. She jumped from number ten to number three as a result. Andrade is now four. Um, it's Grasso against Shevchenko. Everybody and their mother is picking Shevchenko to to beat that fight. I love Grasso. She's sexy and she's got that appeal as a Mexican fighter. On top of that, as they're trying to you know try and push more into the Latin American countries, and it would do the UFC wonders in some aspects if Grasso were to win and get that upset. No one thinks that's going to happen. Number one is Talia Santos. Um, realistically, I think Blanchfield needs to probably fight Santos to really get that shot. I don't think this is going to propel her to that level, especially given the fact that it was on Jessica Andrade on such a short notice fight and given the, the gaps and, and the, the history that Andrade brings um, to the organization versus what Blanchfield has. Blanchfield is trying to shoot up to be a relative unknown. I don't think she's quite there yet in terms of that name factor. But then again, a lot of the women that Shashenko has been facing don't really have that type of name value. There's no name value in Lauren Murphy. There's no name value in Caitlin Shukagian. Um, I mean, Man and Fe- uh uh, Faro is the only other option besides her. She's at two. So she's going to have to fight one or two of them and have a similar performance against them, then against Jessica Andrade. And as we just mentioned, in terms of Andrade not having that ability to make up the difference in the ground game, Santos and Faro are much better on the ground and would be able to handle her a little bit better. I, It would be kind of a toss-up for me from that perspective. But in terms of just how those things go, I don't see her making that move if she does fantastic i would love to be proven wrong she like i said she's got a wholesomeness to her which makes her appealing at least from my perspective but the ufc doesn't market to people like me who look at those type of things so in terms of your question no i think neither but in terms of where she goes next i think andy in terms of what's next it's going to be the santos of and i don't see blanchfield making it out of one of those fights as it stands currently well Maybe Putin will draft Shevchenko into the war, and she she's not Russian. To, yeah, she is, and not maybe Russian. she'll. She's okay. not Russian. She's from fucking Georgia. All right. Anyway, um, don't ruin the bit. If uh, if if you know if Shevchenko's if somehow Shevchenko wasn't in the picture, I would love to see Aaron Blanchfield versus um, versus Grasso for the fucking title. That'd be fucking great. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, it's time. It, my point is, is that it's time to fucking get the, the show on the road. I know Shevchenko has been dominant champion or whatever, but goddamn, I want to see some new talent. I'm so sick of her beating the shit out of you. That's a thing. It, you know what I mean? Like, if Lanchfell can get in there with her grappling, this is what I, if I'm the UFC, fucking give her the shot now. She doesn't need to go back and fight anybody else. She just beat on draw. No, no, she's going forward two and one. I just mentioned two and one. Second over. You know what I mean? Like, yo, well, I didn't say you. I said the UFC. If you UFC go, you know, give her Blanche, give her the fucking title shot right after Grasso and fucking let's see what happens. I, I agree. I think Shevchenko's gonna, you know, uh Russian assassin murder fucking uh Shevchenko. I mean rudder, uh murder Grasso. I think Grasso will come back, could be the champion again one day. She's very talented. She has a lot of she has a lot of uh you want to talk about markability prospects. She is a massive, massive prospect for Mexico yeah. and for the yep. whole South American market, you know, yep. for the UFC. Yep. Um, and 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 whatever she chooses to do after the UFC in her career, you know what I yep. mean? She could easily commentate, uh easily, you know, be a be a female commentator for the UFC. Uh well, the, nobody knows any of the nobody you know knows any of the what is his follow question? Follow question from Guru the Pig. Are you interested in the eventual findings from the James Brown scandal? Shab alluded to. We don't listen to Brendan Shab here, bro. Shub? 
Schwab? So Brenda? it made the fallout on the JRE Fi companion that resembles a pyramid type scheme. Yeah, I mean that's what everybody says at this stage. There's multiple. Yeah, I mean you don't need Shab. You don't need to listen to Shab's intellectual advice to figure. No, that but out. if he's being, if we're yeah. being, if we're being, I know what you're talking objective, about. Yeah. yeah, it's been alluded to that there's been multiple um, countries, multiple moth, different type of. I mean, dude, but just read the fucking report. Read the actual articles that they're reporting about this shit, and it's like this guy is like. Fuck. He is, <laughs> and there is a clearly, yeah, some kind of monopoly getcha scheme going on. Uh, and, and he ain't the only guy in it. You know, I think that's oh, yeah. kind of what he's the question is alluding to. James Krause is not the only guy in this whole basket. And that's why I was even saying earlier, I was making fun be, of Dan Mergliata. Dan Mergliata is like stopping the fight. You know what I mean? Because he's like, oh, sorry, yeah. James. You know, I was trying to get that one going a little bit longer. Oh. Because James I would Krause not be surprised if some of these referees and judges are involved in this as oh, well. Oh, one hundred percent. James, you're talking about best like best. money from you're talking about money from like the underground world. Yeah. So these yeah. motherfuckers, oh, yeah. these people do not care. If you learn anything whatever, from, from you know, Pride and the Yakuza, yeah. If you learn anything from Pride and the Yakuza, it runs much deeper and darker. At the end of the day, James Cross's best bet is to fucking a negotiate well, a plea deal. B yeah. sing like a canary. C in that plea deal, request witness protection because he'll die. No, bro. If you're James Krause, you go to the grave with that shit, okay? Because they're going to kill you if you fucking say anything. There ain't no protection, bro. <laughs> you're done. You, you you did sign your fucking deal when you decided to fucking do this shit. So, yeah, dude. Yeah. He probably will sing like a canary, but, you know, he'll probably Man, go to the grave with all the Q&As today. I like this. Thoughts yeah, about dude. Megan Anderson's comments on Sanko and Krause's affair. No, that's inconsequential. I'm not, there's no point in fucking. Going, there's no was point. Kraus smashing both of them. Yeah, he probably was. Scared. <laughs> if he was, God bless him. God bless him. Laura like Frank was question. gorgeous. I like this fucking question. Yeah, I guarantee you he's fucking smashing both of them, dude. And I guarantee you that's why Anderson, Megan Anderson, probably found out about that. And that's why she probably went on the attack. She was just like, hey, and she probably also found out about that other shit. You know what I mean? Imagine that you're Krause. You're like, you're like, everything's going great for He's me. The only I'm going to retire. I'm going to make all this money on the side. I'm a coach. Everyone's talking about me. And then it's fucking so Megan Anderson does. So she Megan drops Anderson's this little tweet, person. dude. Hold on. She drops this little tweet. She goes, hey, this motherfucker's fucking running around, right? Scandalous. You're like, hmm, that's interesting, right? And then this kind of gets buried. Doesn't really get talked about. Then this motherfucker becomes the fucking you know the internal fucking uh snitch guy uh of of the ufc when it comes to insider trading becomes the martha stewart of the fucking ufc and you're like whoa hold on what the fuck now now all this other stuff starts rolling downhill and yeah, yeah you start looking at shit like this we're just like okay what else is this you know guys like this lie you know web of lies you know what i mean yeah. like what else you know is the guy How many other around masks does he have? we found out he's got several right exactly you know what masks. i mean Yep. And apparently, I mean, look, it's enough to convince one of these guys, one of his guys, he's he's manipulating enough to convince one of these guys to ride or die for him. That one guy, you know, that other guy we were talking about, not, not the guy who who's like going against him. There's this one guy who was just like, he's the only dude. I can't remember the name of the fighter, but the UFC was just, you know, the UFC told everybody, including Brandon Marino, hey, get yeah. the fuck out of there yeah. or you're done. And everybody oh, did. The guy, the guy who lost the fight, minor? One guy. No, uh, I don't. It wasn't minor. It was. Was it minor? Yeah, it was minor who got injured. And then there was the other guy who went on the ESPN podcast or the and ESPN then hung up. That's the guy I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually stuck with Kraus and got banned out and got kicked out of the UFC because he stayed yeah. with him. Yeah. So that guy's going down. 
maybe Krause is smashing him too. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Blue yes, Blue. thanks for the questions, Guru to Pig. I appreciate it. You're I, our I number one fan now, buddy. How about you, that? Yeah, number one fan. We gotta ask, yeah, bro. You're shutting this guy's question down. Fucking the only questions we've ever fucking you had. You like the question. I don't like, I don't I like do that like, question. Let me get out of here. Disrespectful Laura Sanko. By the way, I do want to she me mentioned Laura Sanko. Oh, oh, Laura Sanko's gonna watch this, huh? She got yeah, she goes no, I, I want to discuss the fact that Lauren Sanko is actually a really good commentator. She adds she value. She adds she legitimate value to that broadcast. She's not a just Hold a on. before dick. you side note on that. Before you go off the wall, let's let's run back to this. Aaron Blanchfield, go, going back to what the original talk about this fight. This fight, Aaron Blanchfield, like I said, the, the significant indica- uh, implications in this fight are massive. The fight that she beat Andrade is coming out party for her, basically on a massive scale on that small scale of the UFC. Yeah. But the 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 what she could do in the future. I do think that her grappling is better than Shevchenko's and more threatening than Shevchenko's when it comes to submissions. I don't know. We'll have to see, uh, you know, how everything else goes. But out of everybody in the division right now, yeah, dude, she's the only person who might even have a shot of having grappling exchanges with Shevchenko. Shevchenko smothers everybody else on the feet and fucking, you know, she doesn't, I don't think, Blanchfield doesn't have a chance. I want to see the Santos fight between. But... I want to see the Santos fight between her and fucking uh, her and uh, and Shevchenko. I want to see that Santos fight. That would yeah, that'd be I, a good that's fight. The fight that I want to see first before I see. Yeah, Blanchfield. yeah, I agree. But I think I mean in the it, the division's small, bro. You you know what I mean? it, that's I what I'm saying. Where, where does she go after this? You said I want to see new talent. There's hardly any talent to begin with, so she yeah. gets that uh, perhaps. Good point. What's good this? Point. The next question from Guru the Pig. Would you ever have a one-off superior genetic child to begin? <laughs> it's guaranteed you a long-reigning, retiring, undefeated future UFC world champion with no strings attached. <laughs> I feel like it's the question, like question for Ethan. You know, <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. Uh, my my, I'll give you smoking. Give some to Andy. I don't think so. Megan Anderson seems like a dumpster fire of a girlfriend. But hey, you know what I mean. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it, buddy. You know what I mean. Like the end of that kind of thing, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I no. Holy shit! I like how he. I like how he indicated at the end with no strings attached. Like she want to be attached to either one of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this oh, is the most dude. entertaining piece that we've done in months definitely yeah holy shit andy what else is there to talk about not much man i mean look you got uh you know john jones is coming around you know he's supposed to be making his his debut um i don't i you know I think... well that's next week's pod because next week's pod leads into the the march 4th card yeah which is my birthday too is it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did say I wanted to have a get together with my friends for that. You see my birthday, baby. Huh? I might do that. I might have a get together with my friends at my house for that John Jones fight. We'll see. I gotta see how many people are down. I might do it. I know. I thought. I think it's little, hilarious. Little that he's fighting on my birthday. That's so funny. Well, hopefully, it gives you the win of getting knocked the fuck out by Snoop. Maybe, maybe there'll be maybe there'll be something more interesting on than the UFC that weekend. James Krause snitches on everybody. We find out uh, Mike Goldberg comes back. <laughs> I mean, most I random s- shit ever. Slap fights on, right? Isn't when the slap? When the fuck is that shit, dude? Wednesdays hey, at 10 p.m. on TV. Fuck that. Sh- that's so <laughs> fucking slap. Hey, Guru the Pig, what do you think about slap fight, dude? 
What do you feel about slap? That's, I turned the question back on the fucking the question. Fight. Hey, now we ask the listener. <laughs> what do you give us your opinion on slap fight? Uh, he has yeah. another question. Oh, oh. Man, I, I feel like this is turned into a fucking session. What's Masvidal's proudest performance so far? KO till and three piece and a soda. Uh, Edwards, Askren flying knee, BMF belt against Diaz, or sucker punch Colby at pet at Poppy's Steakhouse in front of the Nook Boy. Oh God, the fuck! I I, I, I don't fucking know. It's a, this is a that's a fucking. <laughs> it needed to be delivered live almost. Um, yeah, I don't know. Masvidal's proudest moment. I feel like his proudest moment, honestly, is fucking when he three piece in a soda fucking Leon Edwards. Like that was like the cleanest piece of content we got out of him. You know what I mean? Like. I mean, if, that, if you want to say his proudest moment, you can say that. If you want to say his biggest accomplishment in the UFC is definitely going to be the flying knee because that's going to be a, a highlight reel piece that they'll always put inside of like all their reels forever. See, I think that's the, if that's the UFC's favorite, but I think if you ask Masvidal, he'll straight up be like street. He'll be like, nah. I'm say like sucker punching that. Kobe. When I sucker punched that motherfucker, that was honestly, I was so happy about that. And then when I ran, yeah. Bro, I but like, I mean, the, you know what was great about that is <laughs> it's like, bro, he here. always said like, yo, when I see Kobe Covington, it's on site. Motherfuckers always say that. Like, it's on site. It's on site, nigga. Like, and they don't Well, he did punch him. It was on site. He did punch him on yeah, site. Like, it was I on the side of the bar. I'm going to punch you in the face. Too That's bad it was saying. on camera and Kobe's a little bitch and took him to court. Facts. <laughs> what is that like in Florida over there? Is it easy to you can just do whatever you want over there, huh? Depends. Just bring Kobe's white, so that's... yeah, that is a problem. That's definitely a problem for George. Yeah. Um, but Any yeah, we wrap up, bro. Yeah, let's. I don't know. It's not really not much going on. Oh, Mackenzie Dern versus Angela Hill just got added to uh, May thirteen. Oh, do you want to discuss the couple of things? With Sterling and Cejudo and Benil and fucking uh, and Olives. Oh, uh, Charlie Olives is facing Benil Dariush. That's a big one. That's fight. That's the a same, that's, that's the same card. That's the same the card. Same card. I, I love that fucking fight, and I love Charlie Olives. But man, he is he got a task in front of him, dude. Yes, Benil. What a Darius comeback fight, coming, dude. He's coming. Like, I I really I love this fight. I really hope I love Dariush. Darius, I hope he beats I him. That. I really do. I, I love I love Charlie Olives. Yeah. I love I love everything about Oliveira. But man, I, hope I hope it's hope a back and forth. Really I hope it's a back and forth. You know what I hope? I hope it's a back and forth, and it ends up being like a really, really, really close decision for Darius. Darius gets the title fight, beats the title fight, faces Olives again in the rematch in a five rounder. I, that would be dope, but I don't think that's gonna happen. And what I, I what I really want, I want Darius. I want him to go in there and fucking handle him, and then I want him to go and beat Islam. Uh, I don't want him to just, I want him to, I just I, I hope that he has what it takes. Sorry, guys. Hope he has what it takes to fucking, to do that, to take away from Islam. Yeah. I, I he just mentioned that. He mentioned that on his like little stream or whatever, his little interview. He's like, he's like, Volkanovski exposed <laughs> pieces that I thought I knew in Islam, and now I know I know them. I'm right. very curious to right. see what that translates to Could be without, without an IV. You want to talk about the IV real quick, too? These are stuff that I'm coming up with as I'm like. I mean, the IV is what is there to talk about? It's just fucking Dan Hooker's now, like fucking making up some bullshit. <laughs> bro, if I was Islam, I, was I love it. By the way, I, was I love it. Bro, I was I think it's Dan awesome. Hooker fucking for slander, bro. I was thank you, Dan, Dan Hooker. Oh fuck you, Kobe. Fucking slander. Get the fuck out of here, Covington. It is slander, bro. Uh, okay. Well, there's a lot of things that are slander. We slander every week on this podcast. So I mean, I would. Yeah, well, we're not fighting. We're not popular. We're not rich. We're not shit. We're just two oh, guys. So now, now it's now it's fair to slander. It's not it's fair to slander when you're poor. But if you're of status or you got money, then you can't slander. 
Is that yeah, what it is? Duh. Bro, like imagine if like you're a poor person saying the a hard R, you're just gonna get your ass beat. If you're a rich person saying the hard R, oh forget it. Your life you're is ruined. Canceled. That's a good point. Your That's life is ruined. <laughs> That's a fair point. Not ruined. You just might get canceled on social media. Depends on yeah, it depends on how you got your money. Like you these canceling's not working out so well. These guys are just dude. Let me tell you something. Canceling that did not work out too well because motherfucking Bill Cosby, he is about to do a show in front of the people, and he's doing a fucking tour right now. Over you know, under two that. rape jokes, bro. Oh, he definitely does them. He definitely does them. He definitely jokes? is going to get booed and heckled. Oh, one hundred. <laughs> like, Incredibly, I don't know if I you saw know all that, that. I gotta find the video again but and show you. Um, oh, we answered the power slap question. Guru answered the power slap question. Power slap. Love seeing crackheads slapping the shit out of each other. Reminds me of the bum fights. It does These remind me of bum fights. fights. That's a fair. I fucking love bum fights. I did. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I love bum fights. I may have seen a couple bum fights. Uh yeah yeah I've I've seen some bum fights dude that's a fucking <laughs> I have a fucking store tell <laughs> oh my god but anyway um uh, all right brother let's get about, let's uh, let's fucking wrap this bitch up I was gonna say if you want to talk about Cejudo and fucking thing but we'll, I guess we'll, we'll talk, talk about it next week we can peg on it next week uh we're we're at a we're at an hour hour forty um, yeah uh, thanks Guru see guys thanks, if you guys guru. are listening to the audio only version guys remember. Um, if you're commenting on us on live, we normally try to go Monday or Tuesdays, sometime around seven o'clock East, uh, sorry, Pacific time, which is 10 o'clock Eastern time. Sometimes most of the times a little later, mm-hmm. but if you're up around that time, uh, definitely give us a shout out, listen to us, check us out. And if you want to comment on it, like guru, the pig on, on YouTube is by all means, please do so. We would love the, the back and forths. As you heard, this was probably these back and forths with guru, the pig, who we have no idea who the fuck he is, is probably one of the highlights now that we've done at the show that we actually have this fan interaction. Cause it's fun. It's different. It's not just Andy and I shooting shit. Now we're shooting shit with you guys, which is always fun. And we appreciate the fucking audience. Um, we're shooting the poo. Yeah, you want to go ahead and uh, do some plugs, Andrew? You want me to take care of all that for you? Just follow us, man. Get us on the podcast places, the YouTubes, the Grams, the Twitters, the books, the itches, all the places where you get it. Google the MMA from March podcast and you'll be there. Yeah. Let me do it a little bit more formally. Shout out to Sean with W2M Network. Thank you so much for hosting us. Um, As Andy said, you can follow Carry him on you can follow him on MMA for Marks. You can follow me on Twitter at S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4. That's Showstopper24. You can follow our MMA for Marks Facebook page. Um, again, as Andy said, you can Google MMA number four Marks, and you'll find all of our stuff on there. You can follow me also on Instagram at podcast.senpai. Um, all of our socials, or at least all of my socials, I think you have some as well. We have a link tree on there, so you can follow all of our endeavors. Uh, shout out to my boy Matt with the uh, uh, Talk to Kiki podcast also on w2m network recording every thursday and or friday with your latest and greatest anime news um and as matt i'm sorry as andy said uh yeah when you google us you follow us wherever you want again you can follow us on uh apple uh spotify iheart amazon music wherever you listen and consume your podcast you can do so if you guys don't want to wait for the audio only versions you can follow us on on twitch and on youtube by uh googling w2m network and you'll be able to find our live streams there so without further ado andy anything you want to say before we disconnect goodbye see you next week
So long, farewell, Avidas, and goodbye. I do, I do. I don't know the rest of the song. MMA for Marks, cocksuckers. Bye. Later.